Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf kufches. Quick, as always, on daf kufzayin. The Gemara on daf kufzayin. Malav taught us that if a person has something trapped in his house, he's not mechuyif to open up his door. He's not mechuyif to let it go free. There's no ister of keeping something trapped inside your house or inside of a trap. Then the Gemara brought down that every time it says pater in regards to a Shabbos, it normally means pater blaster, except in three cases, and three specific cases in regards to say that svi mapis morsa. And Tzedas Nachash Talach is that it's going to be Patur Mutter, it's going to be Mutter Chachila to do those three things. Then we saw the mission brought down that the Shemani Shratz Mashatar talks about in regards to Tamar Sharetz. A person who traps him on Shabbos is going to be Chayev, and a person who wounds him also is going to be Chayev on Shabbos. We're brought down that everybody agrees in regards to Shabbos, at least the Chacham agree, that even though in regards to Tamar Sharetz, it could be that some of the Shratz were not considered to have R, in regards to Shabbos, the Chacham agree that it is considered to have R, and therefore in all eight of these Shratz, you're going to be Chayev if you damage them, if you are Chayel Ben. And we saw the Gemara brought down in Machlaikas and Ahmed where the person who kills a louse on Shabbos, is going to be chayv. Not to we say that they're Pavan Ravan, or since they're not Pavan Ravan, you're going to be Potter. And then we saw the Gemara on the bottom brought down that the Tanu holds that in all three cases is going to be Mutter. The case that we listed before, that is Yishtar Rav Shimon, and also Malachi Gufa is going to be Potter. Today, by the Shem, we're going to learn about the Malachi of Kaitzer, a little bit about what exactly a person is going to be. Malachi of Kaitzer, we're going to learn about what a person is supposed to write his phone on. Then we're going to learn about on the Ahmed Bay's making saltware on Shabbos, and we're going to see some interesting Gadda Gemaras in regards some Rafu Gemaras in regards to what a person should do for different illnesses. So it says the on the bottom of Daf, Kuzayin of we are five lines up from the bottom. Amar Mar. A person who sticks his hand to the fetus of a pregnant animal and he detaches the fetus and he takes it out, he's going to be chayv. We'll see it's machlekes whether he's going to be chayv. It's kaitzer or he's chayv. Also, it's yosh hashem. Says the my time. Why you chayv? I'm a rabbi baram duri. As really, it was explained to me. Love. I'm a rabbi sheishet. I'm a rabbi A person who detached hops from the twigs and thorns where they grow. Because he detached something from the place that it grows. So over here is going to be chayv because he detached something from the place that it grows. And again, do we say that just like by the hops you're because of the of kaitzim, of taylish, or do we say no that you're going to be chayv over here because of the of until sashama because you killed the fetus? A person who detaches fungus, he detaches these mushrooms that are growing on the handle of a pitcher. Again, he's going to be for detaching something from the place that it grows. I Meaning, even though these things are not growing from the ground, the chiddush is that since they grow in this place and you detach from a place that's growing, you're going to be chayv. A person who detaches something from an, a potted plant which has a hole on the bottom, so the plants are attached to the ground, chayv is going to be chayv. However, if it's not attached to the ground, if you detach it from the, from the plant, you're going to be potter because since it's not connected to the ground, we look at it as if you didn't, you, you're not everything Malach of Tailish. Answer the Gemara. Hasam Labhain Rabisa, Hain Rabisa. Answer the Gemara over there. When it's an Atzitz Nakov, then when it specifically has all them, we say that that's the normal place for it to grow. However, plants don't normally grow in pots that do not, uh, that are detached from the ground, and therefore, you're going to pot if you detach it from a pot that does not have a hole in the bottom. However, a person who detaches fungus from the side of a pitcher, that's the normal place for fungus to grow. Mushrooms don't grow, normally grow on the ground, they grow on other things which are attached to the ground, and therefore, if you detach it from the place that they normally grow, you're going to be Chayv. Says the Gemara writer, Chayv, Aif, Amravuna. Person is allowed to write the tefillin on top of the skin of a of a bird, which is tar. What's the chiddush? Just like, or what's the chiddush that has or You're talking about the Ravuna came along to teach us that the birds have or Tanina. We learned the Allah is that a person who damages the bird, he's going to be chayv. He wounds a bird, he's going to be chayv. So it's pasht that has or. So what was the chiddush of Ravuna? We know that we know the that has or. He's telling us a big chiddush. If we just have our mission, which says that if you wound a bird, you're going to be chayv. Have a have a mean. I would think since it has holes on the skin, low. I would think that you're not allowed to. 
right. They tefillin on the skin of the bird. Kamash melon could have a rava. Kamash melon, you're allowed to like they said a rava. Call neck of shed. Yeah, very slow in your neck. But as long as the ink can go through the hole, the halacha is that it is going to be mutter to write the tefillin since the holes are very small, so the ink passes right over it. Therefore, it's going to be mutter to write the tefillin on the skin of the bird. Says the Gemara, right to Master Rav Zera, picking off of the pasuk says in regards to Oylasa Oif that you bring the wings on the on the mizbech and machshus ar. And you say that that comes to be machshur even you bring the ar on the mizbech. And says the Gemara, Bisak Gaidach Aru. And if you're going to tell me that the ar of the oif has the status of skin has the status of we look at it as it's separate how could the terror tell you they're allowed to bring it on the mizbech meaning normally we assume that you do not bring the R on the mizbech when you bring a carbon so how could over here we say that in regards to LSI if the Pasuk telling you that you bring the R on the mizbech it's considered R but the terror included specifically over here it's that you're allowed to bring the R on the mizbech Observers bring a riot to this idea that the Eiftar has art. Piknaf of the Pasuk says, Piknaf of the Gartar, as if the Rabbis is art. Now, if you're going to tell me that it has the status of art, so that's why I need Exerus to tell me that you're allowed to bring it, because normally you don't bring art on this back. If you're going to tell me that the art of an Eif is not considered art, why would I need special Exerus Akas to tell me you're to bring it on this back? If it's not considered art, then of course you're not bring it on this back. Then of course you're allowed to bring it on this back. And to the Gemara, Mlebaya, Really, I'll tell you, it does not have the status of R. So why don't you actually just accustom to tell me that you bring it on this back? But it's your, and I need it. I would have had me to say, Kimon is by Pirti Pirti. Since it has a lot of these small holes, I would think it's disgusting. Kamash Mulan, that the Xerxes Custom would tell me that you're allowed to bring it on. So therefore, we have no right necessarily that the Eif Tower has, has the status of R or not. What's allowed to write? Fill in on top of the skin of a dog tower, on, on the skin of a kosher bird. Amalei says, Back to Yavi Yavi Yamer. If Alyo comes and he explains to us what the Allah is. So now he said, Back to Mayim Yavi Yavi Yamer. What does it mean if Alyo is going to explain to us what the Allah because if you take a look at Rashi over here, Hetar Israel and Talibai Levi Shemaimi, that the Gemara is asking, Lechero, Ter Levi Shemaimi, so how can Eliyahu Navi come along and tell us what Allah is? Lechero, Eliyahu Navi is not allowed to pass and Allah is for us. And Bezashem will speak about it at the end of the daf. It's a very interesting Rashi. It's Naget, two many different places in the Gemara. It's Naget to take you. What exactly is Eliyahu allowed to explain? What is Eliyahu not allowed to explain? But again, Pashem Shat Rashi is learning over here. The Gemara is asking, how could Eliyahu answer this type of question? So says the Gemara, either maybe you'll tell me, Idisla, Yari, Dlesla, or maybe Eliyahu Navi is going to come along and tell us whether it has R or not, whether it's considered skin or not. Hachazin, Dlesla, Yari. But we might say, we see, we don't need Eliyahu Navi to tell us that has R. We know that it has R. Meaning that maybe we're going, you know, the answer is that Eliyahu Navi is not coming to tell us Allah Hashai is going to tell us the Matthias. But says the Gemara, we know the Matthias. We don't, we don't need Eliyahu Navi to come along and tell us that it has skin. So if a Mishnah says that a dog, that a fish has R, and therefore it's Matzah in regards to Thomas Mates. So we see clearly from a Mishnah that's considered R. So we don't need Eliyahu Navi to come along and tell us that's considered R. So says the Gemara, So the Tarot says Eliyahu Navi is going to come along and tell us whether the Zuama left the fishes or not, whether the, the skin of the fish is considered clean or not. Again, what exactly is Kamar referring to Paskazuma? Different Shatman Mushain over here. The Ran first wanted to suggest that maybe what Kamar is saying is that the question was whether the fish, the skin of the fish smells or not, and therefore it wouldn't be kosher to write a tone on it. But says the Ran, that we could tell also that's when we see this question, we could just smell. We could see if it still smells or not. So therefore, says the Ran, what Kamar is referring to is that when, when Nachash came, when the Nachash came at Tachaba, there was a Zuma which came down to the world, it went to all of the different breeds in the world. However, when Kaisal was in Kabul all the breeze that were there, the Zuma left them. However, since the fish were not by Harsinai, so the question was, is the Zuma still there and therefore it's going to be also to write the Tonan or is the Zuma, did the Zuma leave and therefore it's going to be right to write the Tonan. So it's like, Shmuel and Karna were sitting on the banks of the river. They saw that the water was rising and it was dirty. I see that there's a great person who's coming. He has a stomachache. And the water is going around to accept him, to greet him. And again, to Pashat is, 
that he was going to the whoever the person was was using the facilities and the water went was rising so that he would cover him so that nobody would see he's going to the bathroom. Zil toilet, I can't gonna go sniff the wine. Meaning, Karna was somebody who actually dealt with wine, and the way that they would tell if the wine was good or not was that they would smell it. So Shmuel was telling him, go sniff him, meaning go see if he's taka tam or not. So Karna went and he discovered that it was a rab who was coming. So he said to Rab, how do you only let a right phone on top of the R of a kosher animal? That has to be something which is mutter for you to eat. How do you know that blood is red? Like Rashi explains, referring to specifically damnida, because of course you know blood is red. He was asking how do you know that damnida is only going to be telling if it's red. You know, like about success. You see that, so you see that dam is red. that Mila is in that place by the Makam Arla. Just like over there, it's referring to something which creates other pairs. Meaning, by Arla, it's referring to the fruit, a fruit tree which has fruit. Avkan, Darvish, Esapri, such over here, the Makam Mila is the place which creates the children. Maybe it's referring to the place of the heart. Or we see that the Pasuk also refers, the, uses the word Arla in regards to the heart and the ears. And again, the Akhran point out that wouldn't mean that you actually cut it out. It mean you cut next to the heart or next to the ear. And so the Gemara, Whenever we make Xer Shava, we try to make Xer Shava with the words that are the most similar. So therefore, we make Xer Shava from Arlasa Arlasa versus the other two places. It says Arlas or it says Arlas. So we'd rather make Xer Shava when it says Arlasa and our actual word Arlasa. Says the Gemara, Amalasa, said back to him, my Shimcha. Karna. So then Rav re- recognized that he was just trying to test him. So he asked him, What's your name? So he said, Karna, Amalei, Ye Rav, the typical Karna, Bay. Now you should have a Karen coming out of your eyes. You should have a Kadok in your eyes. He was giving him a curse because he saw that he was testing him. So then Shmuel, went, Shmuel invited him into the house. So Shmuel gave him to eat barley, bread, which is made of barley, and this fish. This, Dish of a fish, uh, of a fish, and then he gave Rab beer to drink. Specifically, did not show Rab where the bathroom was. So he should really get his stu- He should really need to go to the bathroom a lot so that he would cure his stomach issue. Meaning, he saw that Rab had a stu- really bad stomach ache, and therefore Shmuel was Shmuel, like we said before. The Gemara and Bavmitzia taught us that Shmuel was a doctor. He actually was a doctor of Rebbe, and so Shmuel was trying to heal Rab of his stomach ache. But Rab didn't recognize that. So light Rab, Rab cursed him. Amar, bunny. Rab cursed Shmuel, and he said, "Whoever." Being a me, he shouldn't have children. B'chein Havin says the Gemara that was the case. Shmuel did not end up having children. Shmuel only had daughters because Rav cursed him. And again, even though Shmuel had good intentions, we know the Gemara Makas tells us that and therefore Shmuel did not end up having children. Says the Helgei Gemara Vaiter Kitanoi, like we see, it's Machlekes Tanai Min Island Mila Shabaisim Hakam. How do you know that Mila is in specifically that place? Never Kanalas with Emer Alanalas. Mila and Davar Shai Zapri. I've come Davar Shai Zapri. Tere Bishai. Tere Bishai. Rav Nasan Emer in a Tzach. Rav Emer Baral Zacher Shlo Yimas Tzar Lasei. The Pasuk says Baral Zacher and Midash and Midash. It's the place that we could differentiate between a male and a female, and that is by saying on top of a kosher animal, even had a right to fill in on a kosher animal which is not shechted, it died by itself, or the and you wrap wrap them up with the hair of these animals and you sew them up with their sinews. And it's actually it's actually Allah that you have to wrap it up with the hair and sew it up with these sinews. 
on the R of a non kosher animal or non kosher beast and kosher gain when they're not shechted. This is a question that a Baisusi once asked Rabbi Shua. How do you know you're not to write the tefillin on top of a non kosher animal? So he said, Back in Mosev. Because the Pasuk says, So he said back to him, So he said back to him, But if that's true, that you have to be able to eat it. So you should not be allowed to write it on a kosher animal, which was not shechted, which was a treifa, because Allah should not eat those animals. So I said back to him, I'll give you a parable, what this is comparable to. Two people were... Condemned to being killed by the king. One was killed by the king himself, and one was killed by the executioner. Who is considered more praiseworthy? Who is considered of a higher status? The one that the king killed, meaning the king is only going to kill someone if he's very high, if he's very has a very high status. So therefore, what he was telling was that the animals which were killed by Hashem, which had natural deaths, so therefore they are considered on a higher level, and that's why you're allowed to write the tefillin on them. Says But if that's true, you're telling me that the animals which are killed by Hashem, meaning that aren't shechted but just die by them. Themselves, natural deaths, so those are on a higher status, so you should be able to eat them. So I'm related back to my term, like Serkal Konavela, Batam Rodericho, the Pasuk says, you're not allowed to eat the Terra before it says, you're not allowed to eat the you're telling me you're allowed to eat it, Ming, even though you're right that it could be that in a way it has a higher status, but the Terra said the Fair should not eat them, so therefore you're not allowed to eat them. I'm related back to Kalis, that was a good tarot that you gave me. Says the Haleg Gemara Viter, ain't ice and homely Bishabbos, the Lachas, you're not allowed to make a lot of salt water on Shabbos, the Big Machaks, you're exactly. Why Rashi relearns? Because it looks like near Kamasakna Sa'ichlin, looks like you're fixing the food, and it looks like you are being Ma'abit. Says the Gemara, well, to us, Me'amelch. But you let her make Me'amelch, which you'll see is a small amount of salt water. We're going to see in a minute what the difference is. The tail ben pitay, benes on secha tafshal, and you're allowed to dip the bread in it and put it into a tafshal and put it into food. What's the difference? Whether you make a lot or a little, it should all be the same thing. And we'll see in the Gemara whether Bias is coming to say a kula or saying a chumra. And these are the salt water that's permitted. My melech is allowed to put oil first into the water, other sechem melech, or into the salt, and then you're allowed to make salt water. And like Rashi explains, when you mix the oil in, the, what it does is it doesn't allow it to mix so well, and therefore it takes away the potency of the salt water, and therefore it's going to be fine and mutter to make on Shabbos. Says more, my kamar. What was going on? What was he saying in the Mishnah? Amr Yehuda, Amr Shmuel This is what they were saying. Ain't nice and helping means like this. Ain't nice and may melech You're not allowed to make a lot of salt water on Shabbos. You're allowed to make a little bit of salt water because then it does not look like you're being misak and doesn't look like you're trying to preserve the food. Says the Hilgig Rabbi when he came along the mission and said, I there's no there should be no difference between making a lot and a little, was he coming to say a chumar or was he coming to say a kula? Says the Gemara, Amr Huda Lahatir. If he was coming to say a kula, from the fact that he doesn't say Rabbi he says it's Asr. So Almay Rabbi was coming to do is saying that it's mutter, meaning if you're going to tell me that's mutter to make a little bit, it should be mutter to make a lot as well. From the fact that then the Mishnah went on and said these are the specific times that you're allowed to make the salt water, it sounds like that Rabbi held that it's Asr. El Amr Rabba Lesser. Said Rabbi that Rabbi is coming to Asr even a little bit. Which says like this as well. Make a lot of salt water in order to put inside of the vegetables which are inside this broken kli. They used to keep these vegetables inside of this broken potted kli. But you're allowed to make a little bit of salt water. And you're allowed to dip your bread inside and put it into the food. Because one's a lot, one's a little. So you're going to tell me this is mutter. This is asir. People are going to say that do a lot of malacha is going to be asir. Do a little bit of malacha is going to be.
to mutter, Ella Eli Ella Surinane. So you see clearly Rabbi Yitzhi held that they're both other Asr, you're not allowed to make a lot, you're not allowed to make a little. It's going to be Asr to make salt water on Shabbos. Whoever says Rabbi Yitzhi, I'll tell you the case where it's going to mutter of Elan Mayam Alchem Uturn, Nice and Shaman Malach and Shaman Mayam. First you mix in the oil. However, you're not allowed to first put the water and the salt in together because then it's going to mix well. And then you put in the oil, then I'll do the chachil. But if you mix in oil first, then you're allowed to make the salt water because, like we explained in the mission, then it doesn't mix so well and it's not going to be so potent and it's going to be mutter. Says the writer, make very strong salt water and chaps. What does it mean, strong salt water? Any time where the egg will float inside, that's considered a lot of salt water. How much is that? It's two thirds salt and one third water. For what do they make that for? Why do you make such strong salt water? And the Gemara for the fish. You're not allowed to salt a radish and egg on Shabbos. Like Rashi explains, because it's your misak on the food that way. It looks like you're preserving the food. A radish is going to be aser because Rashi says that it gets hard and you're changing the food. However, an egg is mutter. Nothing happens to the egg. In the beginning, I used to salt radish and Shabbos. I mean, I said, I'm making the radish worse. I'm taking away the potency. That the sharper the radish is, the better. Once I heard that, we'll say that in my rabbi, they salt the they salt the radishes stacks and stacks. I mean, they salted a lot. So then I realized that it is normal to salt the radishes, and it's considered a good thing for the radish. So then I st- I stopped salting radishes, but I would still dip the radishes into salt. I mean, I wouldn't salt them a lot, but I would dip them into the salt. If the these three items, if they did not have the outer shell, they would never leave the stomach forever, meaning they are very strong on the stomach. Yes, said of Dimi that nobody ever drowned in the waters of Sadaim in the Yamamelech. The Sadaim is upside down. The words that you just said are also upside down. You mean to say that only people don't drown in the Yamamelech, beams drown? Meaning, why? So, could you say that people don't drown? Also, beams don't drown. What was the case you said about people? So I explained to him, let me bite, come. He was saying, let me bite, let me bite, Shura, let me bite beams, I feel the because beams normally don't drown even in other water. I feel the even people who normally drown in other waters and other oceans, in the Yamamelech, they do not drown because it's so salty. Why not Kamina? What's enough Kamina? Why is this in a get? This is a tired discussion. Because Ravan was walking behind Rev Yermia, on the edge of the Yamamelech, and they said to him, What's the Allah? Are you allowed to wash your eyes out with this salt water on Shabbos? Meaning Rashi explains that we are now going to start the Sigya of Shrik Samanam of taking medicine on Shabbos that we're afraid you're going to end up grinding the medicine on Shabbos Rabbanim said you're not allowed to do normal things which are done for a fool however the question was are you allowed to wash your eyes with it does it look like you're doing it for a fool or not Amalei said back to him Shabbat it's going to do much because it doesn't look like you're specifically doing it for a fool people normally wash their face with it so it's going to do much so he said back to him are you allowed to specifically open and close your eyes to get the salt water into your eye to help it heal Amalei said back to him I didn't hear the answer to this specific question but Kiyotu B'Shamati Marokva. I heard Abzair say sometimes he said they were Masa, sometimes he said they were Marokva. But Rabbi Mishmei Abu Dushmuel, the Levi Amran, and he, both them were said. One was said in the name of Abu Dushmuel, one was said in the name of Levi. Chad Amar one said Yai Masecha Ayin Usher. It's Usher to put wine in the eye. Al Gaba Ayin Mutter. However, to put on top of the eye, then it's going to be Mutter because that's not clear. Doing refuah. Chad Amar one said Reik Tafel. I feel Gaba Ayin Usher. Spit of a person who didn't eat that day is going to be Usher to put even on top of your eye. 
So it says the Gemara, "It's time to avoid Shmuel." Amar Yaim Matecha Ein Aser. Says the Gemara, "Let's bring a raya." It was avoid Shmuel. Said the Memra, "That's also to put the wine in the eye." Because an agaba Ein Mutter, ever to put on top of the eyes, got to mutter. Midam Shmuel. Shared the pita beyainai from the fact that Shmuel said a person is allowed to soak his bread in wine. But nice night agaba Ein Mishabbos. He's allowed to put it on top of his eye in Shabbos. The Shem Leviman. Who did Shmuel hear this from? Lavdi Shmuel Didn't Shmuel hear this from his father? So it says the Gemara. So this lachayr Shmuel is one who said that you're allowed to put the wine on top of your eye in Shabbos. Ultamech says the Gemara. How did Shmuel write? Tafa filo gaba Ein Aser. Shmuel Leviman. This to be said that Shmuel said a person is allowed. To put reg tafel, uh, even to put reg tafel on top of the eye, he's going to ask her. Who do you hear that from? Ilema, disham leima vuaf. You're going to tell me from his father, Levi lechadamar. But we said before that Levi said one of these members. And if you're going to tell me that Shmuel said heard both these members from his father, so the then Levi didn't say any of these members. Says Gemara, chadash mi leima vuaf. One of these members Shmuel heard from his father, but chadash mi leima Levi. And one of them, one of these members Shmuel heard from Levi. Vleidana haim avu haim Levi. And we don't know which one Shmuel heard from his father and which one Shmuel heard from Levi. So again, the Gemara's point was that if you do anything which is clearly for a fuah, then it's going to be aser. However, just to put something on top of the eye, that could be mutter if that's considered the normal way of doing it and people don't specifically do that for a riff for one quick arm we saw before we saw that on the Amadal that Rashi wrote down that like, Yo, is not a paskin had to risk her shilas Rashi Ramaska Lam Yabiyamar had to risk her ain't tolly boy Shimami Rashi said that Aliyah is not a paskin had to risk her questions because Terry is Leva Shimaim and therefore Aliyah is not allowed to come down and answer these questions. However the we have a steer in an Rashi Mikhurist of Khdamana take like a Rashi Mikhurist of Khdamana and Yabiyar Tadil Khem says Rashi until Yonav becomes long up tells us whether it's going to be mutter or Asr. So the Chari of Istir, whether Aliyonav is allowed to answer questions or Isr or Isr after questions. It happens to be that Sugya is talking about whether a certain type of Chazir is going to be Chayid in Bechar. There's actually a very interesting discussion, not related to our discussion now, whether the Chazir is going to be mutter when, when Mashiach comes. There are Chayim Akadish and Parshish Shmini. If you take a look, in Parakiraf, Pasuk Zayn seems to say that Lasid Lava, it's going to go back. The Chazir, the reason why its name is Chazir is because it's going to Chazir Lahat Rishena. It's going to be mutter in the times of Mashiach. Take a look, he, he bases this on Amirami Pano, and Asar Mamar says this as well. The Chasam Sefer says it as well. If take a look at Tartamu over there. He's Matmiya on this idea. He said that they're all quoting a Medrash, and the Medrash is a mistake. The Rabbeinu Machai and the Pasuk also says that they're reading the Medrash wrong. And you take a look at Radvaz and Chalik Beitzim and Taftaf Chavches. He also says clearly that the Chazir is not going to, is going to be Asar, Le'asar Lava as well. However, Lamaisa, back to our Kasha, Rashi Rabbeinu Machai is telling us that Eliyahu is allowed to Paskin questions of Isra Vatrix. How do we resolve this, dear? Now, some people will say that Lechir, we see clearly from this idea that take Stands for take tishpi tarets kushes bias. We see clearly that Yonav is allowed to answer Israhatir questions. However, this idea that teku stands for tishpi tarets kushes bias is lechayra a more recent chiddush in the acharonim. As far as I know, the rishayim do not translate teku that way. They translate teku. The oral translate teku as ta'yuyu. The question will stand. As far as I know, it's not found in the rishayim. If anybody knows any rishayim who do translate this way, would love to hear. Lechayra. The earlier source of this idea is the Mabit. It was in the 1600s in Chuvas and Chalikim Asum Kochavdal. He says it as well in Beis Kim. He writes in Shari Shadis Parak Samach. There is an idea that it could stand for tishpi tarets. And if you take a look at the Taisus Yamtiv in the last mission in Sachas Idias, where the mission of there is talking about what El Yonav is going to do when he comes, the Taisus Yamtiv says this as well. Take who stands for this. And if you take a look at the Grizz in Simon Kufpei, he says that he's told he spoke to Rambam about this idea, and Rambam said the reason why the Melamdim, the Rabbeim, teach the Talmidim that take who stands for Tishvi Tarets Kushzibais is because we want to inculcate in the Talmidim the belief in Mashiach, the belief in El Yonav coming, and that's what we teach us. But it doesn't necessarily stand for this. So the fact that take is set to, to stand for Tishvi Tarets is not necessarily right because it doesn't seem like we show him right that way. According to the Achrayim, who do learn this way, we do have a right. Al Yonav is allowed to answer Israhatir questions. However, according to the Pashim Shantake, we have no right. So, what do we do with this Rashi? So, Lamaisa Rabbi Yashiv in Mechayrus on that Gemara wants to suggest he does not quote the Chasam Sefer, but the Chasam Sefer says a similar idea that it depends how Al Yonav comes along. If Al Yonav comes along with Teres Malach, if he's coming to answer our questions as a Malach, then Malach he's not allowed to answer the questions. However, if he comes down back with his human body in a human form, then Al Yonav is going to be allowed to answer our questions. That's how Yashiv answers the Chasam Sefer says like this as well in Shuvas. He's not referring to the Rashi's, but he says this idea as well. Is 
interesting to say the Pshan Rashi because Rashi Bechlal doesn't mention anything how another comes back. If anybody has another Pshan Rashi, we would love to hear. There's another relevant Gemara to this discussion, and that is the Gemara Menachas Daf Memheim and Alf teaches that when Alyanavi when Alyanavi comes along, he's going to explain some ambiguous Pesukim in Chaskol. So Frakdim Yochas Laraj over there. Why do we need Alyanavi to explain the Pesukim in Chaskol Lachayr when Alyanavi comes along? We're going to be talking about after Tchias Amesim. So Yechaskol is going to be there himself. So Yechaskol will be able to explain the Pesukim. Why do we need Alyanavi to explain the Pesukim? So the Raj over there explains that what we're talking about maybe before. Mashiach comes before Tchisam Mason, Al is going to come before, and then Al is going to answer our questions. So you see clearly, at least Al is allowed to explain Psukim, he's allowed to explain Matsya's questions like Aragamara, but again, it's a discussion whether Al Yonavi is allowed to answer questions Nagel Allah Lamais, Nagel Israhatir, the Maratchis in his Ksavim called Kisve dedicates a long piece to this discussion. But as Hashem, we're going to see a few more Gemaras which are going is going to discuss the idea of Al Yonavi coming along. We're going to have to re- revisit the issue when it comes up. As is Hashem. Quick as we saw today, the Gemara Lamanaf explained the person's latter right to fill in on top of a Tar the skin of an animal of a bird, which is tar. I think what I wrote down it's a shaila whether a person is allowed to write the tefillin on the skin of a fish. The Gemara said that we're going to have to wait for Yonavi to come and tell us the halacha. Then we saw the interesting story with Shmuel and Karnon and Rav that Shmuel sent Karnon to test Rav, and then Shmuel didn't allow Rav to go to the bathroom so that he would be able to fix his stomach issues. Then we saw the mission that talked about making salt water on Shabbos. The mission said you're not allowed to make a lot, you're allowed to make a little bit. We saw that Rabbi disagreed with this. Rabbi only said only if you mix in oil is it going to be mutter. And then we saw the Gemara on the bottom. We started seeing the sugya of refu on Shabbos that if you do. If you're not allowed to do something which is befair, something which is clearly done for a fool, but if it's not clear that you're doing it specifically to heal yourself, then it's going to be, Mutter, have a fantastic day.